theyeshiva.net. We're holding Daf Nun Dalad, column two, Amud Beis, or page 107. On top it says, Drushim L'Rosh Hashanah. In the middle of the Maim Etiku, B'Achoy Dushoyfer, B'Kasselayim Chagenu, K'Chakli Solom Ushmet Yaakov. In the middle of the Maim, in the middle of chapter two. Second column, on Andalad. Around 12, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, around 14 lines from the bottom. The line begins, Leois Hamshachas. Vizel Slach Lano Avinu Kichatano. See, Slach Lano Avinu Kichatano. So after everything that we explained, the Maimir explained at length, so he continues, Vizel Slach Lano Avinu Kichatano. This also explains the Nusach, the text of Davening, that we say in Shemayin Asra, and in the Slichas. Slach lono avinu, forgive us our father, ki chatonu because we sinned. The Lechayrei muvan, ostensibly, this language, this phrase, is not to be understood, is, 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 not, is, mis, is difficult to understand. It's Eine muvan. Mao kichatano. What's the meaning of kichatano? V'chizon nesinas tamal aslicha. Is that the reason why one should forgive? V'havelei lemeimar. V'havelei lemeimar. Slach lano avinu ala shechatano. The word ki has different meanings, but generally the word ki is used because, since. Since this, because this, of this, therefore this. So it's strange. Slach lanu avinu, you should forgive us. Kichatano, because we sinned. It's almost like because we sinned. Oh, that's that's why you should forgive us. He says the language should have been clear. Slach lanu avinu, on the fact that we sinned. Right. The forgiveness is because you want to forgive me, because you like me, because you remember the good old days, because you have a soft spot for me in your heart. Because you don't want to cancel out all the good things, you know? You're not part of woke, of canceling everything. Huh? Right, also, yeah. Right, but still the word key is, is, uh, is, uh, is difficult here. It sounds like almost like, because we sin, therefore you forgive. Despite the fact that we sin. Better, better to sit uh, here, because the, Right, afilu chatanu or ala sher chatanu. Right, but ki doesn't mean when. Ki usually asher ala sher chatanu. We say that. Achim hanal yuvan, achim anisker leel. But what would we explain before yuvan will be understood? The word slach is representing something. Since, if there wouldn't be ki chatano, but because there was chatano, therefore what I'm asking for, what we're asking for is it should be slach. In other words, based on what explained, what, what the Maimah explained earlier, since Chatanu, the word Chatanu 
means sinned, but the real, the real, the, the, the shayrish of the word chet is chisarin, something missing. For example, um, uh, Bathsheba comes to David and says that if uh, takes the reins, we're going to be missing, right? Um, it says about uh, Shoal shooting arrows. And he was always on target, literally on target. He didn't sin, he didn't miss. Didn't miss a beat. Because the word chait, essentially in Lashon Kodesh, comes with Lashon Chesarin. There's a void. There's something missing. So that's what he says. Because there was chatano, there was a chisarin, there's a void. Ah? Yeah. What's the void? She so says the void here is the hamshachas the flow of the oilein seif, of the infinite light in the mitzvahs and the Torah, which was missing. That's why there's tshuva. So therefore, what we're asking for is slachlamu to arouse, to trigger the source of compassion. The source of forgiveness. What do we mean the source? The Hainu. Gilui Ratsan Alien Barakushala Maila Maila Mesedrishlashlus. Kedelamalas Kala Khasrainas. The revelation of the desire, the will, the raw desire, the supernal will, which transcends completely, Tlamaila Maila, transcends completely Sedrishtalshlus, the structural flow of evolution from the higher to the lower through which the Ratzin flows through, usually through Torah Mitzvahs, in order to, ful- to fill all the chesreinahs, all the chatoim, all the voids. V'zeo slach lano, and that's the word, word slach lano means, shach zaras haratzin, the restoration of will, einay oisei haratzin shahayat chila. It's not that will that was there first. Shahayat oisei haratzin nistalakai dehachet va'avim. That desire departed, so to speak, through the chet, through the oven, through the mistakes, through the betrayal, through the transgressions. How is it coming back? The restoration of will and forgiveness comes, this is an expression from Zoya, raiva means rotzen in Aramaic. Raiva means desire. Raiva the chol means the rotzen behind all the ritzainas. Raiva, the will, the chol raiva behind all the wills. In other words, the source of all the Ritzainas. That which completely transcends the Ratz and the desire that is manifested in Chachma. It's just a reference to another Maimah where this is also explained. What's the point here? This is all a continuation to what we learned before with the example of Rebbe Lazar ben Durdaya. And there's two levels of Ratzin, right? There's the Ratzin, looks like in a person. There's the Ratzin of a person that's manifested through Seichel, through ideas, through reasons. You have a reason for it. That's already not pure desire. That's desire the way it's filtered, it's condensed in some form of logical structure. So it's what I want, but it's always what I want in a way that the Ratzin is manifested, it's enclosed, within Chachma, within Seichel. Then there is what's called Galgalta, the Chafyal Moicha, the skull that hovers over the brain, which represents Keser, that represents pure Ratzim. Ratzim which is completely beyond Chachma. Teirah Mitzvah, he says, represents Hashem's Ratzim, 
The way it's channeled through Chachma. Eraisa me Chachma Nafkas, it says in Zayar. Torah comes from Chachma. So this is the Ratzon that's channeled through Chachma, which is the beginning of Ashtal Shalos. And that's the structured life of the Tzaddik, following the blueprint of the Rebbeinu Shalolam, of how a person should live. When Rebbe cried and said, Yesh Some people acquire the world, their world in many years. And then there's a person who acquires the whole world, his world, in one moment, one hour, one turn. And not only that, they call him Rebbe, because the Baskel that came out, as I said in earlier Shirim was, Rebbe Elazim and Dardayim is Umel Chayyelam That caused Rebbe himself to cry. The Yashkain Elami B'Sha'achas is, what did Rebbe Elazim and Dardayim do? He cried. And in that sense, it says, the Gemara says, the cry was so deep, there was no, he couldn't even contain it anymore. Right? It was a complete, uh, complete Kloisa uh, Nefesh. His Nefesh went out. So how does tshuva work? Why does tshuva work? So this is what the Balatanya is explaining. <clears throat> to give a marshal in, in people's relationships, maybe it can help a little bit to understand. Again, I don't know if it's a perfect marshal, but uh, maybe. <clears throat> I'm not sure, but maybe it's a shtickle marshal. Sometimes you have a relationship. The relationship is damaged. It's damaged. Why? What damaged it? And the answer is, I felt that my desires, my... Uh, my interests, my needs, were completely unmet. Maybe exact opposite. This is what you would call chet. You would call betrayal. And the word chet is very accurate because there's a void. There's just a terrible void. So what happens? Your rotsin is pulled away. My rotsin is pulled away. You have a desire in somebody. There's an interest. There's a connection. There's a connection. But if, 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 if the person is not considered the person is not respected, the person's desires are, are actually betrayed and ignored. So what does he say? The Ratzin gets pulled away. This is Talkus Ratzin. You lose, you lose interest. You lose trust. We all know relationships that are betrayed or that are damaged. And that sense of trust, that sense of closeness is not there. It can happen in a marriage. It can happen between friends. It happens in families. It can happen between siblings. There's... I don't trust you anymore. If I don't trust you, what does it mean? My rotsin is not here. I'm not interested anymore. I have to find, I have to find other things. He says a very sharp word. Yeah, the rotsin departs. So he says, how do you bring back that rotsin? Al Rebbe says you can't. <laughs> That's like it's damaged. <laughs> how do you bring back that it's damaged? You have to go to a much deeper place. That rotsin. That Ratzin was, 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 was hurt. That desire that I had was hurt. So what, so, so what happens? So he says, you have to go to Raiva the Chal Raiva. You have to go to the source of the person's Ratzin. In simple words, it may mean you have to find that and you have to dig much deeper. Like he says, you have to go back to the well. The well dried up. So the river dried up. The river flows from the well. If there's no well, there's no river. So the river would be like the flow of, of love, of connection, of trust. That's like the Ratzin that flows through Hishtashalus. It comes from the Mayan, it comes from a wellspring. That Mayan has been dried up, there's nothing there. You're going to look, there's no water there. So what do I have to do? I have to dig much, much deeper. And we have to find out 
what's the source of all the Ritzainas? Because in Ratzin, again, there's two levels generally. There's the way my Ratzin is structured. This is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. But every Ratzin is rooted in the primal, primal desire of what you truly, truly, truly desire, and that's completely beyond Seichel, completely beyond Chachma. That's called Raiva, the Chal Raiva. The Ratzin behind the Ditzainas. And that's not easy to articulate. Because it's not structured and it's not camouflaged and it's not filtered and it's not uh, condensed and it's not channeled through logic, through ideas. It's literally at the core of the soul. Right. It's, it's, because words usually are also limiting, yeah. So like when somebody says, I want because, I want because, and it makes sense and it makes sense, it's something, but it's not that. It's not that. It's not yet galgalta de chafyal meicha. And this is called in Kabbalah, it's called raiva de chal raivan, or the makar haritzayin. He calls it the makar harachim, the makar haslichas. Both. Both. You have it kivayachal ba'ashem, but like everything, but salmenu kudmasenu, it's reflected in a person as well, in the person's soul as well. Right, but it's raw. In other words, it's not metzumtzum. It's not restricted in logic, in hezber. But it's not that rotsam. Very good. Oh, very good. So that's a good, yeah. Good. So in order in order to, to, to bring back the rotsam, I can't go back to that same will that was, so to speak, wounded and, and withdrew. So it's not that there's no hope. There's a different type of hope. Slach lono avinu ki Because ki, that's the key. It's a reason. Because this relationship was missing in the Lashon of Chassidus, the Hishtalshalus relationship was missing. The structural relationship that flows through Hishtalshalus, through a regular structured life of loyalty, of dedication, was wounded. There was a rupture. There was a rupture. The Mayan is not anymore flowing to the Nahar. So now, because Chatanu, because of this Chisarin, so Slach Lanu, I, I want to, I need to, I yearn to get to the source of slicha, to the source of all the ritzainas, and if I can touch that, all the begamim, all the blemishes could be refilled. Why? Because that's like the, the source from where the whole ratzen came from. So if you can re, re-access that, so then automatically, automatically, all the blemishes get filled. Not because... I could, ch- I can't change the past, what happened. But it's like when you dig deeper into the well, you have a whole new flow of water and the, the river can get refilled from that. It would be again like in a connection, in a relationship. You're forced to really identify what do you really, really want? Because as we're saying, there's two levels of Ritzatzim. There's what it looks like I want. And it's not that it's not true. It's just a more outer layer. And then there is, What's, it's a very deep process. You ask somebody, what's disappointing you? They'll say, what's disappointing me is, well, the person didn't show up, right? Okay, so so what's the problem? problem is, well, this happened, and that happened, and that happened, and that happened, and that happened. But that's all very logical. If you go deeper and deeper and deeper, what's the raiva, the chal 
When there's no disappointment, you don't have to know that. When there's disappointment, and especially when there's deep disappointment, what's the real, the, the pnimius of all the Ritzayinus? And when you can identify that, you can identify that space, right? that's a very, very vulnerable spot. So he says, that's what slich is. If, 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 if that can be touched, if that rutzen could be met, then all will be forgiven. Because everything else is just a flow, it's a trickle from there. That's the source of the whole maya. How do you get to that place? In the person there also has to be that thing. And that's really with the Nukuda of Tshuva. And that's the, that's the whole word here. The Meimamakim Krasicha Hashem. My Oymek, my Oymek can reach out to your Oymek. When the person himself or herself gets to that place in their Ratzon, when the person himself, how do they get to that place in their Ratzon? Because of their own ability to transcend their structure. Sometimes it's because, like in Rebbe Lezab and everything else got disintegrated. So they go back to their own pnimius of pnimius, their own raiva dechol raivin. Now you reach into the raiva dechol raivin of the other. When you reach into the rutsin of the other, then the kichatanu requires that I have to go to a much, much deeper place, and from there, the rutsin could be restored, because it's not the same level of rutsin, it's a whole higher level of rutsin. And that's why it says where the Baltruva stands, the tzaddik could never stand. Why? Because you touch the rutsin of the person in the mashal or in the nimshal of the rebbeinu that's completely lemaila mishtalshlos. The mashkin lay bechela yater, and that caused Rebbe, Rebbe himself, an inyan of pchia. Rebbe himself kavayachal learned a whole other aspect of the relationship that wasn't visible before. Well, no, that's if the person is doing it in a demeaning way, like, uh, you know, yesterday you were a sinner. Here he's talking about the my love tshuva. So, yeah. 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 MS. The uh, deeper Ratzin comes out, yeah, and such moments you see rotted sinus. It's very, when that desire comes out, it's extremely, it's an intense flow. It's like a, a, a nuclear energy. Because it's not, it's not restricted by anything. It's not controlled. It's not orchestrated. It doesn't have reasons. I don't need reasons. When I say I want because, the, the, yeah, the because already conceals the intensity, the rawness of the purity of the Ratzin. Which, which, that's called the Shtashlos. That's called the Shtashlos. It's the way reality is structured within systems. Which makes the world go round. But we destroy systems. We often destroy systems in a negative way. So he says, great, and now destroy it in a positive way. <laughs> you destroyed it in a negative way, now destroy it in a positive way. That's true. It says in Prekayavas, Basarim Amaris Nivraha Oilam. Hashem created the world through ten utterances, yeah? Asks the Tanah, why? Like, why waste your time? You could have done it with one, you know? Do it in one minute. You don't need ten hours. So, what's the answer, you remember? Ella, Lipada, Minharishayim, 
Shema'abdin Esa'olam Shenivre Basarim Amadas. To pay back, to get payback from the Rishayim who destroy a world that wasn't created through one utterance, it was created through ten. And by the way, also to give reward for tzaddikim who strengthen the world, who affirm the world that was created by Saddam Ammanus. And what do you say about that? Why did you buy an expensive couch for your dining room instead of a cheap couch? Could have bought a couch for $200. You bought a couch, couch for $9,000. You know why? So that when your kid destroys the couch, you'll be able to punish him much more. Now what do you say about such a father? You hear? It's a Mishnah. <laughs> you would have bought a cheap couch and your child would pour ice cream and orange juice and chocolate mousse cake on it. No! You can't punish him that much. It's only 50 bucks. It's a cheap couch you bought on eBay for 50 bucks. But if you went and you bought ah, a moiridike, gewaldike couch for $8,000, ah, now you can punish him. He destroyed a gesunte couch. <laughs> a Mishnah. Really? God could have created the world with one utterance. Why ten? To get payback from the Yeshayim who didn't destroy a little world from one Maimer. They destroyed a world of Asadam Ammanus. And by the way, also to give reward. That's the second thing. <laughs> by the way, the good kid who keeps the couch, he's going to get Moskar because he protected a good couch. Abyssal Madna, no? So now you're adding to the question. If the, if he really could have done it with Asadam Ammanus, it's not even worth, it's not even worth, in other words, if I could have paid for the couch $10 and I paid $8,000, then I'm the idiot. Halachically, halachically, right? If I buy something that's worth $10 and the guy fools me and I pay $1,000 for it and then you destroy it, what do you have to pay? $10 or $1,000? 10 bucks? I was fooled. I have a tiny, it's called Aina. He's guilty of fraud. It's called Aina. But you're not guilty. You were mazik. Something that's worth 10 bucks. I paid $1,000. Okay. It's my problem. It's not your problem. You didn't destroy a $1,000 product. Real estate is different, maybe. Ain't I in all the carcass. So what's Pshat? The Pshat in this Mishnah is this Mimer. The Pshat in the Mishnah is this Mimer. It's a very, very, it's a very intense Mishnah. This is not... Uh, I once heard this from the Lubavitcher Rebbe of Abreng, and he was explaining the Perkayavis. He explained it based on this Maimer. Basarim Amaris Nivra Oilam. Asarim Amaris is not the world of Maimer Echad. Asarim Amaris is the world of Hishtalshlus. It's the world of ten, ten spheres. Chachma, Bina, Das, Chesed, Guru, Teferis, Netzachoid, Yisoid, Malchus. Asarim Amaris. Why? Haloiba Maimer Echad, Yachali Boris. He could have created the world with Echad, with a Nakud of Echad. With the Nikud of Ratzin, which is beyond Asarim Amaris, it's Echad, it's Keser. It's called the 11th, Achad Esrei, Echad, beyond Eser. Achad Esrei is the Echad beyond Eser. Echad Para. So the Rebbe said like this. It doesn't say, it should have said the word in Mishnah is usually Lanosh, Lahanish, to punish. He doesn't say to punish, he says Lihi Para. What's Para? Pay. Prias Choiv. Right? Parati, I paid. Lipara means you owe me something, you have to pay. To get paid from the Rishayim who destroyed the world. Well, how do they pay? Huh? Tshuva. What happens through Tshuva? They destroy again the world. They take it back to Maimer Echad. 
because they destroyed the world of Asad and they reveal the Maimer Echad of the universe. And that's how they pay. You destroyed it, they destroy the world twice. One in a destructive way, and one in the most beautiful way. And that's the power of healing. You destroy your world twice. First I destroyed it, sadly, through making choices that came from my internal wounds, or negative choices, however you want to phrase it. And then I look at my world, there's nothing there. There's no Asad Mamadas. Everything is disarray, chaos. There's no flow. Everything was dried up. There's no relationship. The Ratzin is gone. I betrayed every connection. Boom, was compromised. What do you do? Lipara. Now you could do Priya. And how do you pay? You destroy the world again. Now in the most beautiful way, you go back to the Maimrech and you find the Raiva, the Chol Raiva. That's Bacher Rebbe. Rebbe started to cry. Yashkoinoi Lamoi B'Shah Achas. Shah Achas is Maimer Echad. Rebbe worked Kamashanim. He had to work through the Asad HaMamadis. This Rebbe Lazar Ben Dedaya, he went back to the Maimer Echad. Then there's another thing, and that's already second. The Tzadikim, they also get credit. <laughs> you know why? They keep up the system. You got to give them credit for that too. <laughs> so that's number two. Number two is the guys who keep up the system, Asad Mamadas, everything is beautiful, it's a gate, the structure is flowing, the pipes are clear, the flow is going from Ratzon to Chachma, Torah, Mitzvah, Gevaldik. But, but, but the deeper union is, Lihipada, that Asad Mamadas, it gives them an opportunity to go back to the, to the Ach, Achtos. What does this mean in a person's life? When my system, my regular system breaks down, the rutzen that goes through Seichel breaks down, I am challenged to uncover my own Maimer Echad. I'm challenged to uncover who I really, really, really am. We all know this in every person's life. And some of you know this in your own life. When the regular structures of life don't work, it challenges us to find out who we really, really are. And that is a very, very grueling task. And it comes with a lot, a lot of pain. But it also comes with unbelievable... Uh, huh? You could use the word rewards and also unbelievable connection, unbelievable uh, appreciation and celebration of life in a way that another person can't even understand. And that's, 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 that's the, why, what happened? What happened? What, what's the science here? The science here is, if you could use that word, I don't know if that's the right word, but the science here is this nekuda. The nekuda that the person really can access and had to access. There was no chatanu, I don't have to go to that place. It could remain a much more, I'm not going to call it a superficial relationship, it's not a superficial relationship, it's a very deep relationship, but it's a relationship that's defined by structure. The Mimamakim has to do a whole new Krasich Hashem. You have to re-access Yudke Vavke from where? From the Raiva, the Chol Raivan, because everything else was gone. Yeah. So the Mishnah is only speaking of the, of the Rishayim? No, both. Dushuba or, or everybody? Or, or... Lipara. Lipara, the Rishayim have a Chayv. God sends you Neshama down to this world. It's like a loan, Right? I, I give you a soul, I give you a body, I give you energy, I give you resources in order to, 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 to complete the world, to fix the world. The Russia doesn't do it. There's a Priya, you have to pay back. How do you pay back? 
He destroyed Asad Amaris. He goes to Maimarechat. He goes to the Yachal, to the Yachal. Yachal is potentiality. Yachal doesn't mean he could have and it's gone. Yachal means it's in a state of Yachal. It's in a state of Yechilis, of potentiality. That's what it means. Yachal Hibaris. It's a state of Yechilis. Yeah, of course. Of course. We describe it as two personalities, but in each, each person's life you have both. Obviously, sometimes you have a life that's defined by one, by, by, by a particular journey, by a particular element. Why is it called destroying the world once he's doing the shua? In a good way. But why is it destroying? <laughs> I guess he's destroying his ego and himself. You're right. Ma'abdin asa'aylam, you're destroying the, the hishtalshalas. <laughs> but automatically the world. The world in us is the world. Ma'abdin in a good way. Ma'abdin in a way that you, 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 yeah, you lay waste. You lay waste to the tzimtzum, to the hishtalshalas. And therefore it's a... First time you were destroying external, and now you're destroying internal. But that affects external also. So he continues, four lines from the bottom. It says in Tehillim, in the same capital, we say it, right? Because forgiveness is with you, therefore you're, you're feared. It's a strange passage. Because you forgive, therefore you're feared. Usually you should say this way, because he... You don't forgive, therefore you're feared. See, Taichus, ki aslichu Real forgiveness, real reconciliation is always from the Ratzin that's beyond Ishtashlus. The Ratzin within Ishtashlus had rupture. There was rupture in this relationship. So you must go to a deeper place. Now, this doesn't mean lechatchila, a person wants to go there. In other words, you don't tell a couple... Try to have rupture in your relationship so you can get to the raiva the raiva. It's not what you try to do. You don't do echt of ashav. You don't do that. Get along and trust each other. And when there is a rupture, though, when there is a rupture, and that rutzen is so to speak wounded, it's gone. I'm not here. I'm not involved anymore. If I'm not going to get the rutzen that's beyond everything, I'm not going to get that trust back. When I do get that trust back from that rutzen, it's much deeper than it can ever be. It's a different level of trust. Because it comes from the core. So that's called gilu rutzen alyon shalomayla mishal shubchinas imcha mamish. It's mamish with you. It's you. It's like with you. Ke'ein mashakasav, it says in Tehillim also, ke'imcha mekarchayim. With you is the source of life. There's life and there's the source of life. There's the well and there's the source of the well. The tahoim in the abyss. You have to go down into the abyss to find the source of the well. The mayan dried up. You have to go much deeper. The source of life and the life of life. From the source of all the that's ki imcha mekarechaim. You got to go to the imcha. That's where slicha is um begilu ya slicha. Virat sanali bebchinazu azal leman tivare. 
And when that comes out, then there'll be Yiddish, Yashkim, Lepchinus Hayira, Shemimid as Malchusi as Baruch, Shemibilade, Gilui Ratsanalian, Lepchinus Lichain, Kium, Legilui Malchusi as Baruch, Lemishapagam, Batayra Mitzvus. The relationship with a Melech is Yira, there's awe, there's reverence. So through the slicha, there could now be kiyum, to the yira lamantivare, which comes from malchus, because if the ratzen alien doesn't come out, that ratzen, we said that the world is created from malchus. Malchus is the desire for the connection, for the relationship. And that ratzen comes out through Torah mitzvahs. Here there was a blemish, there was a blemish in Torah mitzvahs. So how can there ever be again lamantivare? The answer is kiyum chaslicha. That's why tshuva is such a vulnerable place and such a beautiful place. Because it's really the courage in all aspects of life to be able to ask what I really, really want. You know, what I really want. Yeah. Well, if it's not done in a robotic way, there's... Yeah, I mean, I could do it... Right. But I think generally we see, you know, a person is... uh, A person has a lot of emotions and a lot of desires and a lot of... You know, we have moods and we have fluctuations. I think if we don't really, if we can't really identify what's happening inside, it may be short-lived. In other words, it's not a technical process. Yeah, technically I could say, you know, from now I'll do X, Y, Z, and it's, it's, it's better than the other way. But but we're talking here about the connection, the 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 the, the, the relationship. The relationship. There's a living, a living relationship. Mimamakim, yeah. Let's see. He's going to be Masber more. He's going to be Masber more. Gimel. The gilui of this pchin, of this state, and this rotsen, this is the nekud of Rishashana. Rishashana. Shubchin is Rish vegalgalte de chaf yalmeicha. It's called the head. And when you say the head, it doesn't only mean the head, the brain inside the head. It means the whole head. <laughs> the head includes the galgalta, the skull that hovers over the brain. As we said earlier, there's the ratzen that's channeled through seichel, through the three parts of the brain, chachma, binadas, right brain, left brain, center brain, different dimensions of the brain, and then there is that which hovers over the brain. Which is beyond the place where the dwells Chachma Bina Das. Chachma is, Chachma is conception. Bina is comprehension. Das is application. Chachma is the epiphany, the insight, the intuition. Bina is the development. Das is the integration. The personal experience, the internalization, internalization. This is even beyond Chachma bin Adas. And that's why from Rosh Hashanah throughout the next 10 days you say, this capital of Tehillim was chosen, Kuflamid 130. And that's the meaning of the Pasuk, Tiku Bachayda Shoifer. Pirush Tiku Blow What's a tkiya? You blow. It's a simple sound. It's not a sophisticated sound. It's a simple sound that comes out from the hevel alev, from the inner breath of the heart, but from a very internal place. That's why it's exhausting. It's not like, do, 
when you do tkiya, it comes out from the pnimius of the heart. Why does Hashem, what's this blowing of the shaifan Rosh Hashanah? What is it? Speak, you want to say something, say it. You want to scream, scream, shrai. You know what say, stop, say what you want to say. So I can't say it. It's something that I can't say. He can't, he can't bring it out from his lips, Bedibur. Why? Because it's the cry of the heart. It's beyond Chachma. Oisius, Dibur, even Machshava, is a vessel, it's the vocabulary of Chachma. Bina, Das. Chachma, Bina, Das has a vocabulary. The vocabulary is called words. Even Machshava's thoughts. Here we're talking about the Tzaka Salev, that's Lamayla Mehachach. It's much deeper than Chachma. So there's no Dibur where you're going to start talking. <laughs> if you're talking, you're not saying. You're not talking about this. That's what he said before in the Nundal Ramad Beis when he spoke about Tzak Libam, right? The heart screams. Halev Tzoyek. I speak with my heart. It's something that, as he said earlier, that the nefesh, sometimes you have a situation, there's a pain, and I could contain the pain. In other words, it sits with me. I can make sense out of it. I can talk about it. Sometimes it challenges the very eye that's supposed to make sense out of it. So I'm like, uh. And it's a whole different level of experience. They call it the death of ego. The dissolution of ego. You know what I mean? That's what it was. It was a cry from the heart. This, it did it to Rebbe also. That's the moed of the in this moment. That Rebbe Kivayachal became a Balchuva. Rebbe himself was transformed. He was a tzaddik, and that moment he became a Balchuva. You don't, a Balchuva doesn't mean I sin and I did Shuva. Balchuva is, it, it, it's a modality. You understand? That's the Bacha Rebbe. It's a tzavaint. What, what, what is it? Sometimes you're talking to me, something is challenging, but there's, there's an I left. I make sense of it. I define it. I contain it. And then every level of growth is defined by the I that's containing it. And then there's a point he said before, in the previous page, he said, that his Lushen was, that ain't kayach ain't what my soul could contain, I can articulate, because my eye could make sense out of it, but what my soul can't contain anymore, there's no eye left. So, Lechari, you fell into the abyss, right? There's nothing left. That moment, I can go to the Ratzim beyond the Shtashlus. That's what you meet. That's what you meet in that space. Al has a lush in one of the Mammonim of Rosh Hashanah. Avi ve'imi azavuni v'ashem yasveni. David HaMelech said, my mother and father abandoned me and God took me in. So he says, so right, he says, Avi is Chachma, imi is Bina. He says, Chachma and Bina completely abandoned me. Hashem yasveni. Hashem yasveni is Keser, is Raivin de Raivin. Avi ve'imi, Chachma and Bina, they're not here. I can't. It doesn't work over there. Hashem yasveni. That's also Ludavid Hashem Ayri. So, what's the shayfer? The shayfer is Lamaila Mechachmasha. Dibur Nimshech Mubchinas Chachma. Dibur is a vocabulary of Chachma. It flows, Kemosh Kosov. It says, the Pasuk says, Hashem Bechachma Yasad Eretz. Hashem founded the earth with Chachma. In Kabbalah, it says, Eretz is a euphemism for Dibur, communication. 
That is connected to Chachma. That's why we say, What's the next Pasuk? Hashem, Shima, Bikoili. Grammatically, again, we have a problem. Shima Likoili, not Shima Bikoili. Listen to my voice, not listen in my voice. What do you say? Listen to what I'm saying, not listen in what I'm saying. When somebody's speaking to you, they're almost begging you, don't listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> you have to be able to understand this. I'm saying, don't listen to what I'm saying. Don't listen to my voice. Shima Bikhaili. Listen to that which is inside my voice that I don't know how to express. Can you hear that? If you can't hear that, you can't really listen to me. If you're listening to my voice, then you're listening to a very restricted part. Hashem Shima Bikhaili. What's Betoich Kaili? The Pnimis. So this is even when the person is not blowing Shaifer, when the person is talking, they're also blowing Shaifer. Whenever a person is talking, they're also blowing shoifer. The question is, what are you hearing? There's no such a thing a person is not blowing shoifer. They're always blowing shoifer. Kids just blow shoifer. They don't talk. Because they're real. We get older, what do they tell us? They tell us, stop blowing shoifer and stop talking. Yeah, Use your words. So we stop blowing shoifer. But we never stop blowing shoifer. We're always blowing shoifer. The question is, can you hear it? So Hashem, Shima Bikaili. Don't listen to my kail. Listen what's betoicha kail. L- don't listen to the words. Listen to the pnimi yisalev that the words are eclipsing. The words are not containing it. Yeah, and it's even beyond melody. The Hasvid al describes uh, what it means to... Huh? There's a better definition for a therapist? I'm asking you. Or for a mentor, for a healer. Shima bikaili. What's that? That's why he says, Tiku, you know when you have to blow shoifer? The renewal of the worlds. From nothingness to somethingness, which every Rosh Hashanah gets renewed through Hashem's words, because Bria Sa'ilam was words, Basara Ma'amarais, Bidvar Hashem, Hu The Chiddush begins with Tkia. Shuhu Amshachas Pnimiyis Oynik Viratsin El Yimbaruchu, Shalamayla Maylam Abchinis Achachma Amizgalab Abchinis Shoifer. Hashem also blew the Shoifer on Rosh Hashanah. Why do we blow the Shoifer? Because He's blowing Shoifer. He's blowing Shoifer. In other words, it doesn't begin with his words. It begins with his pleasure. It begins with his rotsen. It begins with his intimate, raw desire. I want you. I want you. There had to be words, ultimately, which is malchos, in order to create a world. But it begins with the oinik, pnimius oinik v'ratsen alien baruchu, which is beyond chachma. And that's what the Shoifer touches. Tiku. Now it's a time to blow, not to talk, because it's Bechidosh. Because it's Chidosh. You're going back all the way to the beginning. It's the rebooting, like you said in the beginning of the Maimer. Rosh Hashanah, everything starts over. The old Chiyos goes away, a new Chiyos comes in. So where is that coming from? It's coming from one place. My deepest desire, my deepest idea. This is what I want. Not Chachma. 
If you'll ultimately ask, why was the world created? Did God really need it? Every logical explanation has another why, and another why, and another why, and another why, and another why. The famous words from the Alter Rebbe, they were talking, why did Hashem create the world? And everybody was giving reasons. Because there's so many reasons. If you look in Svarim of the Arizal, there's reasons, and in Zoya, there's reasons, and in Amchal, there's reasons, and in Kabbalah, and in philosophy. So the Alter Rebbe said, it says in Medrash, Nisava Kadosh Baruch Uliyus Ledire B'Tachtoyim. So he said in, in, in Yiddish, Afataive Frek Minish Kenekashas. <laughs> so it looks like it's a joke, right? It's cute, it's a taive. But it's really far, far from a joke. I mean, maybe it is a joke, but <laughs> maybe everything is a joke. But the point is, it's far from a joke. What he was trying to say is, as long as you're in the world of why, you're not going to get to this, because why was also created. So why, why? Because, right? why? <laughs> There's always a because, and the because is also. That's what he says, You ultimately you got to go, that's what he said much earlier in the Maimon, it, it starts with Ratzin, it starts with Oinig. Oinig means delight, pleasure. It's not Alpi Seichel, it's not Alpi Chachma. That's why by a person, Ratzin is deeper than Chachma. Chachma is already part of Ishtashlus. Once Hashem wants, He creates an unbelievable system. But those are systems. That's called Ishtashlus. It's Gavaldika system. And Torah Mitzvah is the blueprint of that system. It's the back-end program of that system. And that's why it's the key to life. But there's the Ratzin Shalomayla Me'achachma. Oinig. He says, Oinig, which brings Ratzin. Oinig is you, and Ratzin is what you want. <laughs> so, 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 and that's why, Taka, you see that Rosh Hashanah was Vayipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chayim. Hashem blew in the Neshama to Adam. It's also blowing. He blew Shaifer. The rest of the world, it says, he spoke. Vayoymer Elikim. Asarim Mamoris. The Neshama of Adam was Vayipach. He blew. And that happened in Rosh Hashanah. So it's not just we're blowing. The whole Metzius is one big blow. It's not Chachma. Dibur comes from Chachma. Shoshana comes from Tiku. It's accessing the original Ratzin. That's Tkiyah. It's Pnimi Yisalev. Bimele, in a person also, it's Tkiyah Yisalev. And in that place is the time of Tshuva because Tshuva reaches that space in Ratzin. Which is, which is what's revealed on Rosh Hashanah. That's why these became the days. He asked, why did these become the days of Tshuva? What's the connection? He created the world. Very nice. Make up some month for Tshuva, Shvat. That's the word, because that's what all Tshuva means. Not stam, you're repenting. It's going into, it's, it's, it's re, re-accessing the, the Pneumia Saratzen. And he says, the word is Shoifer, Shoinyan, Shapru, Maaseichem, Pchines, Shifra, Shem, Shaperes, Savlat. It says in Medrash, the word Shoifer, Means, of course, a, a channel, a ram's horn. It also comes to the word. It says that there were two women, right? The two midwives of Egypt, Shifra and Pua. So Shifra, Meshaperes Savlad. She, 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 she beautified the child. Shapru Masechim. Beautify, beautify your deeds. In other words, your deeds are filled with pleasure. When your deeds are filled with pleasure, there's a beauty to it. There's a relationship, it has a beauty. It's Shapru Masechim. There's a technique to it. And after there was a long parenthesis here explaining Shifra and Shoifra Pikabola, but I want to go after the parenthesis. The Hainu, it's like uh, after eight, nine lines. The Hainu, Shabchinis Oinega Elyon, Verotzen Elyon, Shalomailam, Isaidishtal Shalus. Here, Abchinis Giluli is Gilui Malchusi is Baruch Lamata. What's the Tkiyas Shoifer? You're accessing the Oinig, the Rotzen beyond the Shtal Shalus. It should come out. How does it come out? 
in a recreation of the world, which is the Gili of Malchus. Hashem wanted to be a Melech, He wanted a connection. But that could remain completely inside of Him. Rosh Hashanah, the Tkiyah Shofar, reaccesses the inner desire, the inner pleasure, I want you. And that's what Malchus, that's where Malchus comes from. Because remember, Malchus is the source of the existence of otherness. Ah? Good question. Why do we need an animal? So just scream. Don't speak, scream. Good question. Good question. That's a good, why do you need the animal? Because you got to you got to go to the primal animal. We'll see. Very good question. Even even screaming, not you got to you got to use. The, if you scream, it's not kiyah shayfer. If a person gets up there trying to do 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 do, you could do it even nicer than the ram's horn, right? If you have a nice voice, you're not yoytzer the mitzvah. You need the animal. You need dafka the animal. It's the most primal space. Oh, you're learning. <laughs> At least the mammalian. <laughs> At least the mammalian brain. It's the most primal spaces. Yeah. You have to go to the primal spaces. We'll see. V'zeo, one more nekudah here. V'zeo, Allah lekim b'shruah Hashem b'kal shayfer. Before, before, uh, before Shetkiah shayfer, we say a post, kapitel in Tehillim Mem Zayin. Lam natzayach livnei kairach mizmer. Right? So the last pasuk is, Allah lekim b'shruah Hashem b'kal shayfer. So how does the world learn it? Lekim goes up through the blowing. Hashem through the sound of shayfer. It's an interesting puzzle. Al-Tarebbe says, now you'll understand what it means. Listen to this. Pirush. His alus eloikim ilmata lamayla yiyeh b'tshruah b'bchines chiba v'reyos. V'amshachas avayim ilmayla lamata yiyeh b'kal shoifer b'bchines oineg elyin l'hamshich tshruas melech boy sh'yenimshich aleinu oineg v'chiba v'reyos shal malchusi yizbarach. The word tshruah has two meanings in Tanakh. One is the blowing, like yoim tshruah. The word shrua also comes from the word reyus. Ava v'achva shalom v'reyus. Friendship. V'hafta l'reyach ha'kamaycha. It says, Bilam says about the Jewish people, Hashem elekov imoy usruas melech boy. Says Rashi, the friendship of the melech is to him. There's a deep chiba. I love you. I'm crazy, but you're my best friend. So he says, Allah elekim b'shrua Hashem because shoifer is that there's this alus elekim there's a, an ascent from Elikim, from lower to higher, Bisrua, to the place of Chiba Vireyus. That's the Elikim, which Elikim represents Tzimtzum concealment. And then Havaya comes down, Bekal Shoifer, through the Kal Shoifer, which is the Oina Ge'elian, to bring out the Trua, the friendship, that we should experience the love and the pleasure and the affection and the friendship. Va'azayksiv, va'yihi bishurun melech, the word shevet means a branch, like a scepter, a branch from a tree. So when you have a yibishurin melech, then yachat shifti yisrael, within each person there's so much fragmentation. We have so many branches, branches that separate, but they come back to oneness, like we say before Krishna, v'yachet levaveinu, the heart becomes one. According to all of this, he now says one point. This I want to finish with this point. <laughs> Suddenly, Rosh Hashanah becomes the day of judgment. What's the shaykhis? <laughs> we suddenly judge the person for his actions. Listen to what he teaches. 
You could, you could cry from the next line. Because in order there should be the Oineg and the Ratzin in the revelation of his Malchus, you always have to ask, where is this pleasure going to connect to? I have this infinite pleasure in you. Is there a you that responds? On who is this pleasure being conferred on? And can there be a real pleasure in the revelation of this connection if the recipient overthrew this connection, is not interested? So there could be ruptures, and that's the concept of the Yaimadin. So you have to arouse your own rotsin and oinig, there shouldn't be a rupture. Why ten days? To get the rotsin into all ten koiches, which is seichel amidus. What's the Balatanya saying here? The world asks a question. If you look in the davening of Rosh Hashanah, Judgment is mentioned a few times, but the main theme of Shemayin Esau Rosh Hashanah is what? Coronation. Coronation, right? V'simloich atohu Hashem alekeinu levadecha, al kol ma'asecha. Ha-melech, the coronation of the king. We also say it's Yom Hadin. L'keil oirech din levoichin bevavid levavid bevavid din, l'goy la'amukas badin. Why are the two connected? Usually, the day that a king is coronated is not a day to judge, Yeah? Lahavdil, the day that they're going to cor- they, they coronated Queen Elizabeth II, is a day of coronation. Long live the king or the queen. They're still going to coronate her son, Charles III. Lahavdil, it's not a day of judgment. Fakat, it's a day where you celebrate the king and his majesty. And uh, so, for all the English subjects that we have here in the Shia. Long live the king. God save the queen. God save the king. It's not a day of judgment. Fakat, give the king vacation one day. Tomorrow he'll start judging. Coronation is a day of celebra- celebrating his majesty, her majesty. By the Shoshana, it's not. The day of coronation is a day of judgment. So some people will say, some of the Bali Musr explain, that the reason is the day of judgment, you want extra merits. So the greatest merit is that you coronated Hashem as king. It's a gewaldik eschus on the day of judgment. The Rebbe says it's a whole different word. It's not because it's a day of judgment, therefore he made it a day of coronation, so we get an extra schus, an extra merit. Because it's a day of coronation, therefore it's a yoy madin. Not it's a yoy madin. So, oi, what, what are you going to do? You need to do up as good. You need a good lawyer. So, coronate Hashem, so you have a good lawyer. It's much deeper than that. Because it's the day of coronation, it's a day of judgment. Why? What does it mean, a day of coronation? What does it mean? Uh-huh. The day of coronation is saying, is basically, it's the beginning of everything. What's the beginning of everything according to the Alter Rebbe? Desire. Desire, I want you. And I want you so much that I'm ready to renounce my infinity just for you. <laughs> Remember, Malchus is a big challenge because Malchus means there's you. But ain't safe, ain't safe is ain't safe. Like he said before, So I'm ready to renounce my infinity just for you. That's what I want. I want you. If you're by infinity, then there is already not you. Huh? How can you your infinity? So, 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 good, good question. And that's the big Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah. 
right? That there was an oinig and ratzen, I want a relationship, I want a connection with you. So now imagine somebody comes to you, yeah, and says, a woman comes to a man, a man comes to a woman, before marriage, <laughs> and says, I have everything, you know, in my mind I'm infinite, at least my mother thinks I'm infinite, my father thinks I'm infinite, the bank thinks I have infinite money, but all that is not what I really want. What I really want is you. I really want you. I want you. That's pretty vulnerable, right? That's pretty vulnerable. For the person who says that, well, I have everything, but all I want is you. And you look at them and say, I'm not interested. <laughs> what does that feel like? <laughs> A2 Brute, then Caesar falls, right? It's a dagger in the chest. It's a dagger in the heart. Yeah. Even more, you don't even say, I'm not interested. You just look away, like, I don't even know who you are. Like, what do you want? That's very painful. Why is it so painful? Because as they say in English, it takes two to tangle. <laughs> in a good way, it takes two to tangle. I want you, but I need you. I'm not you. I want you. If you don't want anything to do with me, so in his words here, <laughs> What's the oinek coming to? My pleasure is you, but you're not here. You're not showing up. It's a very tragic thing. You sometimes see this in marriages. Not very infrequently. There's a relationship of two people. One person wants the other. I want you. I want you. I want your soul. I want your body. I want your neshama. I want your imagination. I want you. And that means I want to be committed to you. There's nobody responding. Why is there nobody responding? Person is not there. They may not even be able to be there. They're not there for themselves. They can't be there for anybody else. They're not there. They're shut down. Dead man walking. It's called a dead man walking. A zombie. I'm a zombie. I'm a robot. I do everything, but there's no person. So, I want you with every fiber of my being, but you're not there. So I want you. There's nobody here. There's nobody who wants me because there's nobody there. He says, that's the Yom HaDin of Rosh Hashanah. That's the Din of Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> the Din of Rosh Hashanah is, everything is for you. The question is, are you here? Are you here or you're not here? Because if it's all about the Einig and the Ratzin, in the relationship, in the connection, so then there's one thing that's more important than anything else. And that is, are you in the same frequency? Is there the same frequency? And that's why human consciousness and desire is at the core of all creation. And I'm just going to say here one thing, because I think without this moment, it's very hard to understand. Every week and every month now, science and physics is coming up with this unbelievable idea that there's no reality outside of consciousness. What creates actual reality, pushed reality on every level, is... Your thought that there is reality. Your consciousness of reality. I told you once, Max Planck said, he's one of the fathers of quantum physics, we used to think consciousness is a derivative of matter. Today we know that matter is a derivative of consciousness. There are physicists who will tell you that when you leave your house, if there's nobody in the house, the house stops existing. Now it looks like a cute, stupid thing because my mortgage company doesn't think so. The IRS doesn't think so. The telephone company doesn't agree, right? They all send bills to my house. So they think that it exists even if I left. Okay, that's all in humor. But the point is, 
There's a very profound truth here, right? What makes, what defines existence, what defines existence is our consciousness that it exists. And if I have a different state of consciousness, the existence is a different existence. We know it's true with light, it's true with colors. It's all electromagnetic frequencies that are registered by my brain and based on my state of consciousness, that's what creates reality. What's the pneumius of that? Does that make the world such a non-existent place or a real existent place? I believe this is, this is the nekudah, one of the nekudahs of this maimer. If the whole existence is what? Is based on Hashem's desire for you. So what makes existence? Your desire. <laughs> your consciousness. Your reciprocity. God says, all of existence is basically my desire for you. So, so all the, the code of existence is your consciousness. It's where you are. It's your state of mind. Your interest, your passion, your focus, that's reality. That's what creates reality. That's the, you know, the back-end program of a program? You, you, talk, you, you, you get rid of that back-end, there's nothing left? What's the back-end program of all of reality? What's the string theory? What is it? And the answer is, Hashem's oinig and rotsen in you. On what is that oinig chal? And what does it apply to me, you, the person? So my desire, my consciousness, my frame, my frame of reference of reality, that is what defines reality. And there's different levels. If a person is not interested, like you said earlier, if a person is completely not interested, yeah, the world exists on a certain frequency. <laughs> when a person is completely interested, then the frequency of that world, the frequency of reality, is the deepest level of intimacy with Hashem. So B'meila, that's the Yom Hadin of Rosh Hashanah. The Yom Hadin of Rosh Hashanah is, did anybody understand what I just said about reality? Huh? Okay. So B'meila, you see it more and more now. It's, it's, it's literally, it's all subjective. So it makes the world, so it's not real. Not it, 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 the whole world is based on Ratzon. Ratzon of Hashem and therefore Ratzon of the person, because that's what the Ratzon is. So what's the Yom Hadin of Rosh Hashanah? The Yom Hadin of Rosh Hashanah is, we sit down, a couple sits down, I completely want you, now where are you? Where are you? Did you show up or you didn't show up? It's the day of ultimate attachment. It's the day of ultimate connection. Because Hashem left his Ein Saif, he renounced his infinity, just for attachment. So, what, so, so, so what's the Yom Adin of Rosh Hashanah? Are you ready to renounce your fear for attachment? Or you're not. Are you ready to go out of your bubble for attachment, for connection? Now we all know that attachment takes a lot of courage. Attachment, real connection, takes tremendous courage. I have to renounce my fear, my insecurity, sometimes my traumas, my wounds, right? My, my ego, my narcissism, my, uh, my timidness, whatever I have to renounce to really be attached. I don't mean attached halfway, attached fully. That level of attachment that's fully. So Rosh Hashanah, he says, I am renouncing my whole Ein Saif to attach to you. What is that attachment going on to? Is it, is it attached to something that is, that's sleeping? Or you also, or I also have that courage to be able to attach, to be able to really connect, to be able to show up to that vacus with my full, full, full being, with all my Ratzon from the deepest place. And therefore, it's a day of tshuva. Because when there was that sense of rupture detachment, can I go to my deepest rutzen 
and touch your deepest Ratzon. And that's, he said, that's what the whole din is about. The whole din is about, is there connection? Is there attachment here? Is there a relationship? And that's why when you talk about attachment, it's not just with Hashem technically. It's everything. All attachment in the world is attachment with Hashem. Connection with yourself, connection with your spouse, connection with your children, connection with another person, connection with your What is it? It's all connection with God. Attachment with another person is attachment with Hashem. It's just manifested through attachment with a different person. Right? Rosh Hashanah, when you say Rosh Hashanah, you reconnect to Hashem, it means you reconnect to everybody. You reconnect to yourself. You reconnect to the people in your life. It's the courage to be able to come out of my bubble, to come out of my bubble where there is this fake security and no vulnerability. I'm a self-contained man. And then there is this very difficult pain of coronation. You know, I'm all in, but is anybody else here? Did anybody show up for this party? Did anybody show up? You know, the Kala showed up for the chuppah. There's a miser like that, right? The chassan wasn't to be found. He wasn't to be found. So <laughs> that's what it looks like. So the question is, let's see what's happening. Let's understand what happened during the past year. What's going on in your life? So Aseris Tshuva is the 10 days of working through the Kaychas HaNefesh all the way down Mima Makim to be able to find my inner, inner Ratzin, the Raiva, the Chol Raivin, my inner, inner Ratzin, which is beyond my regular Ratzin, which has been ruptured, which can touch the ultimate inner Ratzin of Hashem. That finishes the third chapter of the Maimer. So that's the Tiku Bachay Shaifer. I think the word din means discernment, discernment, no? We, we hear the word judgment, din, you know, I'm judging, judging. I think din means analysis, scrutiny, surveying, uh, um, uh? discernment, reckoning, reckoning. Like, let's call it cheshben, a cheshben, a din v'cheshben. What's din v'cheshben? It's a reckoning, it's, a, it's discernment, which could bring to reconciliation, of where where this where 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 this relationship where this relationship stands, and the honesty is the ikr. The honesty is the ikr. You know, if I tell you, you know, I want to be with you, I want you, and you say, I don't, I don't. <laughs> That's what's happening now. You know why I don't? I don't know. Let's figure it out. But I don't, I don't. Why don't I? Why don't I? What's the answer? Why don't people? Why is there no reciprocity? Ah, they don't know what they're missing. That's possible. They don't know what they're missing, or they don't feel it, or or there is a wound here, right? There's there's a wound. Ah, I didn't say trauma. You said. (laughs) But you're learning, (laughs) right? Right, that's why, that's why, that's why he says, the the real din here is, where where did the rupture happen? There was, there was, there was a breakdown here. There was, there was a disconnection here that happened. Right, we see it. You could see it like between two people. Like, when did you lose interest? What happened? And the answer is, you'll say, I felt misunderstood. I felt, ah? one day, second grade, I felt misunderstood, I felt betrayed, I felt you don't care about me. I, I, I can't reconnect. So my rutsin went away. My, 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 my rutsin literally, 
went away, and that has to be worked through. That's what it is. You have to work through all the koiches, the ten koiches. Yeah. Now, in this case, in this case, there's always hope for it because there's no real betrayal on the other side. All Hashem wants is you, you, and and, and with love, with oinig, with chibur, with reyes. The whole existence is because of you. But I have to be able to work through. Yeah, where where that where that disconnection is. And always know that there's a Ratzin behind all the Ritzainas that is always there. The Ratzin behind all the Ritzainas that's always there. On both ends, it never goes away. That's the Mimamakim Krasich Hashem and Hashem Shema Bekaili. For this, I have to blow the Shoifer. The blowing of the Shoifer is going to my Raiva the Chol Raivin, my Raiva the Chol Raivin, which is beyond all the ruptures, be able to identify that. And when you can identify that, there's always the mimamakim. You could bring back in the mimamakim krosicha Hashem, but for that we need the shima bikoili, not shima likoili. Well, the rupture rupture is that there was this the connection, you know. Then it's not rupture. <laughs> if it never initiated, there's no rupture. So it's a very, very deep, it's a very deep process, a very honest process, it's a very authentic process, it's a very intimate process. This is not a, you know, this is not a show, show biz, it's not fanfare, it's not drama. It's very, uh, it's a very, very, te- this is, this is like the core. This is the core. But Shavuos is Shavuos. Shavuos is Torah Mitzvahs. But Rosh Hashanah, that's the Oineg and the Ratzin. Rosh Hashanah is the, is the Yom Abriya. It's Yom Tchilas Masach. Shavuos comes afterwards. Rosh Hashanah is the beginning. The head. The Galgalta, the Chof Yalmach. It's very vulnerable. The, 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 because, because he says, my whole Oineg is here, but Al Malach Al Oineg. Rosh Hashanah is not, it's vulnerable for Hashem as much as it is for the person. <laughs> that's the Nakuda. It's extremely vulnerable. In, in, in his absolute infinity, you could say, and I'm using the wrong word for infinity, there was a loneliness. Because infinity is, is, is isolated. Again, I'm using the wrong word because there's nobody else to be isolated from. But Ein Saif, in its own unique way, is Ein Saif, but it's also isolated. It's alone. Right? Ein Noid Melvadoi. Levadoi. Who Levadoi who? Daltarebbe says in a Maimer, Loi Toiv Heyois Ha'adam Levadoi. Ha'adam is Adam Elia. And he didn't want to be Levadoi. So he did, I don't want to be Levadoi. Now again, I know it's not the regular loneliness and isolation that we talk about. I need somebody, I need feedback. But essentially, there's no feedback. There's no, re- there's, it's not relational. Ain't Saif is not relational. So the great, the great revolution of Briya Sa'olam was that God says, in my deepest core, I want, I want you. I want you. Tzimtzum. <laughs> so there's a Tzimtzum. And there's Midas HaMalchus. Midas HaMalchus is the divine energy that's tailor-made for the Bria, Mamalek Alalma. And that's Nimshech and Rosh Hashanah. But Rosh Hashanah, where is it? It comes from the deepest place. It comes from the deepest, deepest place. So what does it trigger in the recipient? Since you did mention trauma, I'm just going to say this as a last point. One of the most tragic things that happens in, in, in people who are wounded is that they don't feel, they often don't feel, that they deserve to be loved. That they deserve to be loved. And it's very real. They don't feel. 
So if somebody does love them, they have to reinterpret it. Because I don't deserve to be loved. So it's not, it's not love. Either the person is trying to manipulate me, or hijack me, or exploit me, or abduct me, or the person is lying. They'll reinterpret it in a different way so that it should fit the patterns with which they have been coping maybe for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, who knows how many years, unfortunately. So a person could be giving them their whole soul, and what are they giving back? They're giving back anger, they're giving back resentment, they're giving back cold shoulder, they're giving back negative energy, they're not giving back anything, they're just dead, they're numb. It's a terrible tragedy. I'm going to tell you that in my opinion, most divorces that happen today are not based on a lack of compatibility. They're based on trauma. One or two of the people married are so wounded and they're not ready to take responsibility for it because they're so wounded. How do you heal it? Schaefer. <laughs> it's a good question. It's a good question. But, but, but I'm saying, you have situations where there's no compatibility. But if I'm not mistaken, am I right what I'm saying or not about most divorces? Huh? Or I'm wrong? Well, from your experience, most people that get divorced, is it because, Pashat, we're really not compatible? It's not that way, right? I'm not saying there's no mitzvah, there's no compatibility. But I'm saying in most cases, Hashem made, we can work it out. Okay? But when there's trauma... It's not that there's no compatibility. It's that one person is not is not present. They can't be. I can't. I don't even know who you are. I can't hear you because I can't hear myself. Huh? So you have a very very tragic situation where a person simply cannot receive the the love because they don't be, they don't be, they don't believe they don't believe that it exists. They, and therefore, they will reinterpret reality based on that. So this is a very, very powerful thing that Al-Tareb is saying here. That that's the Yom Hadin, part of the Yom Hadin of Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Am I ready to receive the love? Right? In order to give love, I also want to be able to receive the love. Could I receive it? He says, there's nobody al-milachal ha'inik. Because if, if, if I, if in my mind I don't deserve it, or whatever, however I'm defining it in my thought process, so then you could experience all the oinig and rutzen from your partner and from the Rebbeinah Shalaylam. And what am I saying? I'm saying you hate me, you're sick, you're abusive. And the more love you give, sometimes the more abusive you are because it's so scary. It's so scary for me. Like if you stop giving me love, okay, Baruch Hashem then I could like you actually. But if you give me love, it's like you're really getting into the system. It's too scary. So now I really have to hate you because you're dangerous. You're like dangerous. So it becomes even worse. So the other person doesn't know what to do because they're, they're lost. It's like, you know, what am I supposed to do? It's a very painful situation. Sometimes they even blame themselves because they don't understand. So when it comes to the sugi that we're talking about here, it's such a critical point to be able for a person to be able to really understand and really be able to see this is my yom hadin to be able to really to really see where am I showing up in this connection? You know what what am I scared of? Is there a person who's ready to receive this type of oinig? 
this type of pleasure, this type of chiba, this type of reus. Yom Trua Yilachem means it's a day of friendship, it's a day of reus. Yom Trua. Allah Lekim Bisrua. The Lekim, the symptom, goes up because of the Trua, and Hashem comes back with Kal Shoifer. I just wanted to emphasize that. Everybody have a wonderful and beautiful day on Shabbos. And a good Geben Shdiar. And Be'ezir Hashem, Shabbos we have our regular Shir. Metzoy Shabbos before Slichus at 10 o'clock. At 10.15 there will be a Fabreng in here before Slichus. In the tent, everybody is invited. It's for men and women. And then afterwards, 1 o'clock they have Slichus, different Minyanim. Different, all the regular Minyanim for Slichus. Tomorrow night, Metzoy Shabbos. And uh, Monday morning we will be able we will Bezer Hashem finish the Maimer Blineder Monday morning seven forty five. In the meantime, have a wonderful day. A good Geben Shdiar. Ksiva Vachsim Atoyva Shana Toyva Msuka to you and your loved ones. Shalom Aleichem Vasmachde. Amen. The Yeshiva dot net.